This is the Variety Sports Network created for the fans, by the fans. Now to your host, it's a night show. And welcome to episode 148 of that Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports Podcast. Prime time edition here Monday night. We got a full crowd here. We got Casey Breyer. We got Brian, the main man, Johnson. And we got the return of the Mac. Tyler McGurk, it's been two months. The fans have been calling for the return a little bit, and he's able to join us here on a Monday night. Let's start with you, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to have all my brother in, in the same friggin' podcast. I'm excited. I can't wait to talk about Niners, Raiders. Uh, well, I could wait to talk about that, but I can't wait to talk about the NBA, the NBA Hall of Fame. cordial. Everything else we got to get into, the fantasy draft between the two teams. I'm excited. It's good to be back. Uh, thanks for having me back. Let's go. Let's go. Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports, where this is the full crowd. It is how it's supposed to be here. Able to do it here. Brian, Monday Night Football, we'll call it here. How you doing, Brian? I'm doing good. Uh, the Raiders are acting like they won the Super Bowl. But you, beat, you, beat, you, you beat a big <laughs> – all second and third stringers. So I guess that's what it states that they're not a very talented organization. We got it. And we got Brian, and we got Ryan McGurk tuned in right away. The full crew is back. Let's go, Ryan. Casey, we got the golf with, with, with McGurk, the big brother there. We got to uh, also with Kyle, Tyler. We said we got him before you got on. Uh, it was a fun time out there. Wasn't that awesome getting with Ryan and Kyle out there? And we, we chopped it up a little bit. <laughs> nah. Great time, man. It was, uh, it was amazing. I was thinking it's kind of funny since we're talking about Raiders Niners. I think the last time us four maybe hung out was probably like that 2002, 2003. Probably. Yeah. Because Ryan would have been 19. I would have been like 18. Like we, we, have been, we probably would have been coaching Little League together. You and Kate, That's probably the last time all four of us uh, were probably together at that point there. So that so was much, a great time. So much it was. Fun. It was a blast. And it it kind of always get a kick out. It's like you can tell A, B, C, and then Casey's just having fun. <laughs> Everyone's way better. Except for we got stuck behind a group that was playing like, my gosh, like eight, five shots, Tyler. Like they literally put down a ball, hit one, put down another, hit one. And your brother Ryan's like, my God, this is going to be a long day. <laughs> That's definitely the worst part about golf, just waiting. I, I mean, I can only imagine what my brothers were doing. They're as impatient as I am, if not more. So, yeah, I, golfing behind slow golfers is rough. I wish I was there, though. I, man, it hurts my soul. That I'm, I'm, like, I feel like kind of the glue and it just didn't come through. I, Hurts my I think soul. if we tee off at 6.20 in the morning, they might let five of us go off at one <laughs> Like, go there. Brian, you join. We'll get six out there. Uh, we got a, like I said, we got a good show today on the Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports. Or I should say today, tonight. This is a rarity. When Brian, with, uh, on the intro there, Brandon always has on the intro tonight show, and I'm always like, we're in the morning. But it works out tonight very well. Gentlemen, like I said, let's start right with the Raiders Niners thing. Right? Let's let's overreact a little bit tonight. Let's let's have a little overreaction to the game. As I got a guy right here, we have plenty of we have the beverages. The courage always helps when you're golfing, right? And, uh, you almost beat me. I got a seven on the last hole, right? I was got you almost came back and get me on that one. John, good to have you tuning in. I know you've been busy with the out of your Falcon Mind podcast. There, you guys doing good stuff. Was able to catch the last twenty five minutes of your guys' show last night. So good stuff there as well. Uh, Brian, we got a Falcons fan in. Let's try to Mike get healthy. <laughs> we got on there, Mike. Yeah, Mike was out last night. He was on the disabled list. So, yeah, Ryan, that was a great time the last time. That, so, appreciate everything you did, man. He uh, 
right even paid for the, the beverages there too so Darren, you act like you, you act like you're expected to win i can only imagine what ryan's thinking oh i'm so i don't think i expected to win i actually well the I way you phrased it was <laughs> I, uh, you almost won you got lucky. I, well because i was ahead by four strokes on the last hole and i won <laughs> by one stroke so i barely <laughs> i almost blew it on the last you're really stroking it down I, did. I got a seven and he got a birdie so he made he cut it he got he cut the lead on me there so uh, I had to make a big four foot putt for the win. I didn't think that was what it was going to come down to. Uh, <laughs> I, yes, that's exactly it. What is it? You have to loosen up. They call it like the breakfast ball case. We had a few breakfast balls, right? Yeah, I had a whole. I had a meal. <laughs> I, I'm parked next to Casey, like back a little bit, and he like literally, like not very far. I thought I was like, oh, there's no way he'll hit me. He like barely goes by the golf cart tires. Like, good God, I got to back up like five more feet, I guess, for every shot here. <laughs> Can I tell a quick story? Me, me and that quick story with me and Casey were yeah. probably 11 years old when you guys had that golf net. I was standing outside the golf net. It's a 90 degree perpendicular. He takes a full shot. It goes 92 degrees to the right. Just misses my shit. I was like, my God, I didn't think I was in any danger standing there. Just flies by my shit. Casey golfs like he's Barry Bonds. He crowds at the plate. And he's like right on the golf ball. <laughs> he's like right there with it, Brian. He's right there with it. Brian knows me with golfing. I just don't like the weather. All right, Brian? Don't give me cold weather. Yeah, if it was if it was misty outside, he probably would. He'd probably walk home and say, I'm done. But let's golf at 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah, that last time we did it in January, my hands were ice cold. I'm like, I think that might be the end of the morning golf in the winter for me at that point. All I, right. I think Ryan's Ryan took the best club of the day. And I was having trouble through the first six holes. This, you know what I mean? And yeah. That, as soon as I relieve myself, he's like, oh, that's all he needs to do. <laughs> so you need like, a little, a little bit that helped out big time there. Hey, all right, let's get into Raiders or let's get into the Raiders destroy the Niners here a little bit. 34-7. Brian, I you you are the man that's on my mind when I think of this game. Like you're the soul of this when I think of it. Let's overreact, baby, to this. Let's grant cone this son of a gut up a little bit. Let, let's let's let, 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 let Tyler says, let's get the fake Niner uh content guys out here that just want to create drama. My first thing, Lance uh, Lance, right? You would like to see more from him though. Darnold definitely looked at the very beginning, we did this like six months ago. I was like, Darnold's going to be number two. He's going to, and you guys were like, no, it's not, that won't happen. You got to admit, there's no way Lance at this point is going to be number two quarterback. Yeah. He, I don't know. At this point, I think he's, he's, his career might be close to being done. Done. I'm not going to go that far with it, but you mean, I, I don't know. It's just, he doesn't, I, I haven't seen him do one thing that separates him in his whole career and it's like he just he's not i thought he was going to be more athletic he's not athletic and he just can't get the ball out of his hand quick enough and that's not going to work in a shanahan offense tyler he did do some of the same things though you we were a little critical of last year like not being very aware in the pocket th things like that to lance's credit right whether the top 31 players were not playing Lance obviously is not seen as one of those top 31 <laughs> players on the roster, if maybe that's what it is. But it had to be, it's good for him to get reps. The man has never played, it feels like. I mean, the only reason he had to play is he's got injured and he was a rookie who played 17 college games. Yeah, the Falcons never should have traded for him. They made a great decision not trading for him. 
Uh, Brian, I've been telling you these things for a year and a half. I'm glad you've come around. We're on the same page. That's what the TMB podcast <laughs> does. We come together, we figure things out together, and we're on the same page. And then, and, then, and then the next day they come out and they say today that Purdy's 100% and he has no restrictions. I'm like, I wonder why they said that because uh, Lance put up a stinker yesterday. His stats didn't look that terrible. Ever, no, the stats look great, like 9 of 15 for 100 and something yards, right. a touchdown, which should have been a pick. He sent out another pick. The guy reads defenses like an AOL landmine like processor. It's just like, you know the voice, you know the like noise in your head, like like you know the noise. He does he doesn't look aware. You're right. He doesn't get rid of the ball quick. I've said this for a year and a half. And he hasn't improved on it. Maybe the mechanics were a little better. The offensive line was pathetic. I'm gonna give him not credit because he doesn't deserve any credit, but there was that excuse but when the offensive line was there he might have made a couple good plays but outside of that he just there was too many bad plays where you're like the guy still doesn't see the field he still doesn't get it out to his weapons quick enough uh casey got anything there damn up as far as brian fit the description though you put the question out there let's overreact he says trey lance is done (laughs) absolutely I guess you're right about that. <laughs> he took the question literally, gave it to you straight. You just didn't understand. Maybe that. Yeah, that's, a, that's an over. I, I, I mean, where's the athleticism? He just. He's, he's not. He, yeah, I mean, he's not athletic and like. He, Donald's he was getting, got better feet, right? He's got. <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's getting sacked out there like Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> what do you think about this guy, Tyler? Bray? He's on paper he should be the perfect fit for Shady's uh, offense. Uh, you know, he should be on paper, right? But he's not because, right? Like, you know, he just doesn't have. Absolutely. He doesn't read any of the defenses, like you guys said. Like his pocket awareness. Like anytime the rush is up the middle, you know, any like right away he was dead yesterday. Like I'm not saying that the offensive line was your prime time offensive line, but you probably wanted to see a little bit more. Like, you know, uh, would you agree with that, T? Yeah, absolutely, and. Kyle, like I brought this up in the pack. Kyle Shanahan doesn't trust Trey Lance, and it's been evident from the beginning. Yeah, he calls games differently. He just like is very conservative. Everything's like a QB dive or a little like one read option that is easy to. If you cover the first read, you just guess right. It's not going to work. All right. And can we overreact a little bit to the Raiders other quarterback? What did you think of Aiden? Anything, Brian? Do you think he was good at all, I, or just? I, I was, I was, I was kind of shocked. I thought Hoyer was coming out there, and I saw this guy <laughs> Aiden O'Connell. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? I've never heard of this guy before. I can't take anything serious about it, Tyler, at all. I want to go back to the Dodgers real quick, though. It's, okay, you guys, it feels like if you're the fan of that team, you guys seem like you're on the. You guys have this expectation to get back to the Super Bowl, right? Like, that's kind of where you're at. That's the next step for your franchise. Yeah. So, like, for you guys, probably anything else is it's just not where you want to be. Like, even if it's a good season, right, that you want to be, like, you want to be able to make the Super Bowl. So, like, I guess my question to you guys is, like, what is your biggest concern Concern then with the Niners, uh, Tyler? Like, if you're not concerned about, like, the preseason football or anything like that, like, like what are you concerned about then? Well, I mean, I guess I'm concerned about the offensive line depth. If anybody gets hurt, and we haven't even seen the starters yet, they could suck just as bad as these backups because we haven't seen these, the Colton McKivitts of the world. I haven't seen them play. But that's my biggest worry is if the offensive line gets hurt and if any of the defensive linemen get hurt, then this this 
football team isn't the same football team because we own the line of scrimmage and without a good offensive line and a good defensive line. Where we have the best at each position in Trent Williams and Nick Bosa, like I wouldn't trade any of those guys on the defensive line and the offensive line. The depth of the offensive line and the defensive line definitely worries me. Brian, it's funny that the Niners, uh, <laughs> the Niners like second quarterback position is getting the most like media market like like attention and like if you were around here, everybody knows Purdy was going to be the quarterback. Like that's no doubt. Like people are like saying that, like knew that was going to be the case, like come like a few months ago. Yeah. I, I think, I think the more the question with us is when Purdy was going to come back, but everything worked out perfect for the Niners. And I'd have to agree with Tyler. It's just, we don't have as much depth behind the starters as what we used to. Like we're really loaded in yeah. like the starter positions but outside of that we used to have a lot of depth and that can be concerning if somebody big goes down um and back, before to get into yeah, that, yeah. Why, the, why, why are we taking a backup tight end and a kicker the kicker the missed two kicks. i know i'm not i'm not concerned about the kicker like being a bad <laughs> kicker yet but I am concerned that we took a kicker with the first kicker of the whole draft over offensive round. line over offensive line depth when we definitely could have used that. <laughs> and then a backup tight end when we have George Skittle uh, and the other tight end I can't think of off the top of my head. Not I, 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 I just remember at that time of the draft they were saying that any of the offensive line linemen you took when we took that kicker, you'd be reaching at that point. So I'm just reaching uh, for, but Brian reaching for a kicker in the third round is always reaching. Okay, we could agree on that, right? Well, who the who the Bucks take a couple years ago that lasted a half? We took Sebastian Janikowski with the first. Well, he at least he lasted ten years. Like he lasted twenty. Yeah, but there there was a kicker on the the Bucks that lasted like six weeks. I can't think of who it is. He went to Florida State. I gotcha. Yeah, it's never a good decision usually to take a kicker early. Usually it's like you can still get them usually at any other point for the most part anyways in that regard. Um, with the concern, you got to also say that the concern would be the backup quarterback spot a little bit now after what you said, right? If Purdy does go down, then maybe you would have a little bit a little bit of a concern there at that point. Uh, we got John here. So all you know, pick the Niners to go 12 and 5 this season on that the preview show tonight. I'm sure you guys 12 and 5. That's a great pick. That's not right there with you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a – that's a I, I appreciate that that prediction. I mean, I know some I know Casey going uh what six and six and eleven or something he said for the Niners. I mean, that's totally ludicrous, but well he what do you have him at four and thirteen or something like that? He had him something yeah, so. like that with it. Uh, all right, a couple other notes I had from the Raiders was I did like at least some defensive intensity yesterday, whatever. At least it was something. It wasn't terrible football to watch. They definitely were more prepared on that end. I'm sure Mike Kyle Shanahan was ready to get out in Nevada, Henderson, Nevada. He probably had spent enough time over there in Henderson, Nevada, Casey. Uh, yeah, Nevada. perfect. Casey shows up. We're talking about your defense. They did look good. I have to admit <laughs> that. But I, one last thing on the Niners. At least we have our third home field advantage from SoFi to well, that's Las a joke. Vegas. Yeah, what a joke that is. Casey, hear us? You're good. Don't get sad. Hey, you guys, hope you hear me. We can hear you. What did you think? Uh, what did you think of uh, if you're a Niners fan? What would be your biggest concern? Uh, just the quarterback situation. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Right. What did what, what what did you I, have? I, the I thought I thought I thought Casey was gonna say everything on paper. You stink. 
But they're gonna go four and thirteen, so it's gonna be <laughs> gotta stick with. That's gonna funny. be. You know. I, I like how Brian, what did you think that he said Trent Williams? Uh, Trent Williams said uh, Purdy's the next Kirk Cousins. Are you all right with that one? Um, I think I hope he's a lot better than that. But I, <laughs> I, 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 see, I say more um, more Kurt Warner in him than Cousins. But Yeah, no, I hear you. I thought that was a funny one. I had to bring that up on you because I knew you'd be like, Kurt Cousins, that's offensive. I don't want him to be. I want him to be, I want him to be Joe Montana. Uh, any concern at all for the D with Ryan's with the Ryan's leaving? I don't know. What do you think? Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I we have to see the starters play before we actually can see what's going on. You know, yeah, what I, mean? no, I hear you with that. Yeah. I, no, it, it does, but it, I, it will be interesting though because he he is was a real presence on the sideline to meet Ryan's. I, I did I did like the one positives from the backups was Jair Brown. He looked good yesterday. He did look good yesterday. Yeah, there were, it was fun actually just having football on a little bit. Case I know me and you were we didn't see it live, but we got to watch some of the replay with it. It was kind of fun having the football back on and seeing the even though it's preseason, it's kind of it, it, it was good just seeing the highlights. Put it that way. Yeah. Did, did, hey, Casey, did you see Derek Carr? He looked really sharp against the Chiefs. So, <laughs> so Darren, Darren might be eating his words this season. Yeah, I think he's been going to be doing a lot of that. I think he's been eating. <laughs> I don't think Carr's doing anything with that. All right, let's get to our all-time draft here a little bit with it. Casey, hopefully your uh, sound will be able to hold up. Remember, if anything, let's see your nostrils. We hear you better there with it. Uh, get as close as possible. You have to, you have to see that part of it. Uh, all right, Raiders, Niners, all-time draft. I thought it'd be fun to do it. Where okay, these three franchises for us is a big Bay Area thing, but I it'd be fun. We each get eight picks. All right, that's the rule. You can pick anybody from any position. I don't care what they are, but all-time players. You can't pick the same player twice. Obviously, you can't pick Jerry Rice that played for the Niners, Jerry Rice that played for the Raiders. Doesn't work like that. And you have to alternate behind between franchises. So if you take a Niner, then you got to take a Raider next. You take a Raider, you know, so on and so on. We'll do it snake draft styles. That you guys want to do it that way? That's the most. That's the best way to yeah. do it here. All right. So, with that said, eight picks through it. Casey, you get the first pick. Who are you taking with the first pick overall between both Raiders and Niners players? Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. Kind of a no doubter. I feel like Tyler. No doubter right there at all. I feel like that's no no shock at all. Definitely a great pick. Uh, Casey could just like hide behind. He was a Raider for a little bit, so he didn't take a Niner first overall. Great choice by Casey. I'll take the I'll take I'll take the easy first choice. Give me the second best quarterback of all time in Joe Montana. Jolton Joe DiMaggio, John, Joe Montana over there. It's a good choice over there. Four got? Super Bowls, undefeated. Just not bad. Not bad. Brian, who you got? Absolutely. Um, I'm gonna go Marcus Allen from the Raiders. Marcus Allen. Wow. So, right. Uh, Tyler, are you surprised by that pick? I'm I'm impressed by the TMB knowledge of Brian Johnson taking a Raider and not just being the hard-headed and going with a Raider or a Diner. I, 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 I thought we had to switch, like – We do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, it was still impressive you decided to go Raiders first. Like, you respect <laughs> that a little bit. That, that shows a little – that you have a little, you have a little class there. I'm gonna go Niner first. I'm gonna go. Uh, it doesn't matter. I got two picks. Or I'm, gonna go Ronnie, I'm gonna go Ronnie Lott. Raiders here. That's our. our uh, no, just kidding. Ronnie Lott Niners. That's what I'm gonna go there with it. And then I'm gonna go Upshaw. 
Upshaw from the Raiders, offensive oh, yeah, lineman, the, probably the one of the best of all time. Line. So I'm going to go him uh, with my second pick between both franchises. Uh, Brian Can Baffley. I hate – well, a terrible player. A player uh, he was right? not known as a good player. No, he was not known for that at all. Well, he was the player agent? Is that, no, he was the rep, like Tony Clark. He's like right? the – yeah, the number one union rep for the player. That's all gotcha. Brian, who you got? Great player. Um, I'm going to go with uh, my boy, the left-handed legend, uh, Steve Young. Great choice. I almost took him over all of that one. That's a great choice there, Steve Young. Definitely the best right there. Would you, Steve Young or Joe Montana? Do you grow up? You guys grew up more with Steve Young, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Joe Montana. I mean. As Good like pick, Brian. I love I I love Steve Young. Steve Young's my favorite Niner quarterback. No doubt. One of my favorite so, Steve Young. Go memories. ahead, Casey. One of my favorite Steve Young memories, and it's not in a bad way. It's just I remember how tough he was, but it was like at the end when he took that shot from Aeneas Williams, and I was like, man, wow, yeah, that's that pretty. That ended bad. his career, you jackass. I was like, that ended his career. My How about we go at less intense when he played with broken ribs against Brett Favre in the '96 divisional? He took a lot. This of this is how far back me and the Briar boys go. I, I remember being at your guy, your parents' house when he threw the touchdown to Steve Young. I was hanging out oh, there yeah. when he oh. went, oh, when, oh, oh, it's, oh it's, he caught it after he couldn't catch a damn thing all game. Yeah, that was Steve Young's best. great pick. Tyler, to you, who do you got? You got to take I'm a Raider now. I'm taking a modern-day legend, the one defensive player of the year, maybe the other. I'll take Charles Woodson with the wow. number two spot. I got my wide receiver and my – or my and quarterback. Knows, I, I ripped on Charles Woodson quite a bit, Tyler, as you know. Other. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's your issue. He was one of the best corners in the league for four years, like, four and a half I years. Feel like, I feel like the Packers kind of it made him a little bit different there when he went to the Packers. He had that kind of that legendary run with them. Got the he definitely, he, I mean, he won the defensive player of the year in the Packers. No, I get you. I get you. But He's still top 10. He was still top. The first, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I agree. I agree. I'm with you on that. Case, you get two picks. You got to go. So you got Jerry Rice. You got to go Raider then Niner. Who you got? Another game that I probably was the coldest game I ever went to was Tyler's house. And he happened to be on the same team as the Raiders with Charles Wilson was Tim Brown watching the game in Tyler's uh, family room, watching the tuck rule. <laughs> we put the air conditioner on to simulate the, the climate, and we said, let's go. We were breathing that cold air. <laughs> but, yeah, Tim Brown was definitely, uh, I think, a later, like, like, one of the best legends the Raiders will ever have. No doubt. Uh, and uh, who else do you got for the Niners? Uh? And then for the Niners, uh, who is it? Uh, I got to go with uh, the modern day T.O. Terrell Owens. Yeah, man, you are oh, owning receivers. the wide receiver position. Uh, I already got my. Three. Is he going John Taylor next? <laughs> I got my. Three. Good luck. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Terrell Owens. All right, three wide receivers. Uh, what do you got, T? I'll go with the first guy to get a thousand yards rushing and receiving just he should be a hall of famer he hasn't been yet there are hall of famers on this list but nobody affect the game like roger craig he changed the 49ers when he went from the los angeles rams to the san francisco 49ers and i'll go roger craig roger that with my third pick i didn't even even have him on the list there who you got uh you got brian um i'm gonna go with um Fring that's why he's not in the that's why he's not in the Hall of Fame. You don't have Roger Craig on your top. 
Dude, do you think that? Doing? Do you think that 1990 fumble like affects where he gets in the Hall of Fame, or do you think that's nothing to do with it? No, I think it does affect it. Yeah, I think it affects it, but I mean, what Frank Gore ever win? Nothing. Okay, <laughs> that's true. Come on, come on, the Niners beat the Ravens. We got there. Who you got, Brian? You taking Jim Otto? Who you got? No, uh, kidding. Who you got? Right, you got. No, I'm going. I'm going with the Niner, the Frank Gore. You, Frank the Tank Gore. That's earlier than I would have thought. There. All right, I respect that though. He was a le- a legend there with you. Was uh, I supposed to go a Raider? You're supposed to go Raider though, so you can't take Frank Gore. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with um, Kenny Stabler. All right, or I think like, it's the Snake. I think yeah. I, I think the old veterans respect that. I think Brian switched when he. Brian. Uh, the best part about Kenny Stabler is growing up in Santa Rosa, you hear about the drinking stories. I don't even have him in my top 32. The, the drinking stories. Are, Kenny Stabler's a top five Raider. He's definitely in there. Man, uh, I, I got the Raiders Most covered list, yesterday. Man, 15, they said some hilarious commercials. Uh, I, no, I hear you. I hear you. Um, all right. I'm going to go uh, number two. You got, I'm going to go Frank Gore um, with the third pick over there. I'll take the I'll take him there, Brian, off your board so you can't get it with the next pick. And then I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the other offensive lineman. You can't forget about him if you're gonna take Upshaw, I'm gonna take Art Shell there. So I'm gonna take two of the best offensive linemen. He was there were two of the best Raiders of all time. So I feel like I gotta take those two guys. If you think Oakland Raiders football, those are the two guys you think of most. So those are the two guys I'm taking. Uh so I got Frank, I got Gore, and then I took Art Shell as well. But back to back Raider Raider. I did. I took Frank Gore, and then I took Art Shell. So there you go, uh, Brian. Who do you got? I'm going Niner, right? Yep, go Niner. Okay, I'm going to go with Brian Young. That's a good game. choice. I do. I like that one. That was, that was my next Niner, Brian. Good choice. He's kind of an underrated Niner, though, right? I don't think so. I think most think Niner so? fans think of. I maybe mean, outside the Niner fan base, yeah, people don't think of him. But maybe that's what I mean. Yeah, that that was their, that was their uh, first round pick right after they won the Super Bowl in '94. They took Bryant Young that year. I like that. Notre Dame, Notre Dame. <laughs> All right, Tyler, back to you. You got a Raider. You got to take here. I just took a Raider. I thought you took Roger Craig. Oh, did I? Um, okay, so I'll go. I'll go. I guess I'll go Cliff Branch. I'll go to the wide receiver position. Give me some speed on the outside. My dad's favorite player, Cliff Branch there. Cliff Branch. Uh, I like that. You know, uh, no, nobody took Patrick Willis yet. Nobody. Patrick Willis is still on the board there. Uh, Tyler, There's let's go rules back. we have to follow. We have to take Raiders over Niners. That's the idea. We're going to go Raiders Niners. That way it makes it more simpler there. You can't just take the, your favorite team all the time. All right, let's you do one more round. take the better players all the time. Well, I would say maybe Cliff Branch. I, I'm surprised you took him ahead of some of the other guys on the Rangers list. So that's that's a little surprising. Who, who but, are the players you'd rather like? They I mean, I would think Howie Long. I would take him ahead of some of those guys. But uh, yeah, definitely. With that said, Tyler, let's go to you. Let's just go. Let's go two more picks here each. Let's go with that. You go. Uh, let's go to you with uh, who do you got? You got uh, Cliff Branch. Let's go with you with a Niner now. Um, I mean. It's either between it's between two guys who have only been there for a short amount of time, and that was Christian McCaffrey and Deion Sanders. I take Deion Sanders because he got me a Super Bowl, and a, he was the Defensive Player of the Year. He had his greatest defensive season of his career. 
people don't think of him as a Niner, but think of his best season. He was a 49er, so I'll take Deion Sanders. Brian, that's a good choice there. He only played one year. That's always a controversial one to me when it comes to Deion there, but I understand it. Who do you got, Brian, with the – you got to take a Raider now. You took Brian there. Who do you got? Um, I'm actually going to take Howie Long. Howie Long, there you go. I like that pick there. You go, Brian. Brian, you, can you, Brian you kind of resemble Howie Long a little bit. With your black top? You guys oh, yeah, of, with, with, you, with you, the haircut. The, the analysis, <laughs> the, the big white man. Brian, I, I really love that pick coming from you. I remember that commercial where they put him on the 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 you know the airline. They they gave him the seat up front. I'm like, I need to ride with Howie Long. <laughs> um, Johnson, that's a good one. I, I, you do have the Howie cut. I like that, especially back in the day, more so. Though. Uh, all right, I gotta take a nighter here. I'm taking Patrick Willis. That's who I'm taking at linebacker. He's one of the biggest. He's one of the. He's like one of the freaks I've ever seen at linebacker play. Football. The man is a beast running side to side, a tackling machine. So I got Patrick Willis there for sure. And then I go Raider Brian. You know who I go with. The guy that, remember Brian, the, he throws the hands. Jack Tatum. That's oh, who I, yeah. go with. I go with Jack Tatum at safety. You I remember. I remember at your house watching, uh, Bob was watching highlights. I was like, I, I was in shock. I didn't <laughs> know like, safety could do that. You're like a sick freak. He sits over that guy. Like, you know, like, 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 an animal. Um, all right, Brian, back to you. Back to me. Um, yeah, I got to go with the Niner, right? Got to go with the Niner, bud. Okay, I'm going to go with one of the uh, best offensive linemen. They had Randy Cross. What, a, what an announcer. What hair? What, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Randy <laughs> Cross? <laughs> That he was your third all-time Niner? I didn't see Grady Cross on any How can you be on TMB? Are you trying to get him on the show? Is that what this is all about? Are you trying to get Randy on TMB? I'm just messing with you. I like that. Hey, he's a legend for a reason. Uh, Tyler, I'll leave that up to you for your next TMB podcast when you play that clip back there. But who do you got, man? I'm going to go with just natural ability. We had Deion Sanders who could play both ways. I'm going to go with the Raider who could play both ways, one of the most natural running backs of all time. He could run you over. He could run by you. Bo Jackson. Oh, well, he didn't play many years, but when he played, he was an absolute freak of nature. No, that's that's a good choice. No doubt about it. He was actually going to be my next pick there with it. Brian, who do you got next? Um, For the Raiders, I'm going to go with uh... – Rich Gannon. Gannon, a low-key pick. Everybody kind of rips on Gannon because of those Chiefs days, but uh, MVP, right? Yeah, he was uh, he was the preseason announcer for the Raiders yesterday. And he was What's ripping on Trey Lance while we're at it. He would say, man, I haven't seen a quarterback read a field like this since. <laughs> we, we don't want to go down. That. But like, he, he said, Demarcus Russell and Trey Lance in the same sentence. <laughs> we don't want to go too far. Let's go ahead. Yeah, Bill hey, at least, hey, at least one could read tape and the other one couldn't. Well, I don't know. They both they both might have been on the the purple drink. You know, don't don't read it very well. You know what he brought up, Bill Romanowski, or he was talking about the pills with it because Roman got caught up in that stuff. But I would be curious to see how many like we should like one of these times down the road, like how many guys actually played for both franchises too. It'd be kind of fun to look at like all the guys and like who are the best players yeah. that play. All right, let's do one more pick. Let's do like one more pick each. We'll do that. I think that's good. Brian, 
Uh, I got. I'm gonna go with. I got. I took Tatum last. So I'm gonna go Niner. I think the pick for me, if I look at the next best available Niner based on my on my list, I think I'm gonna end up taking. For me, I just like Bowman. I, I was a big Bowman fan. Uh, I was thinking. Darren, to, Darren, do you have an infatuation with good linebacker? I do. I think. I think. The only yeah, the, the, the Raiders never took that middle linebacker you wanted. I have a lot of respect for Bowman and Wills. I just feel like maybe that maybe they were amazing. I love maybe Bowman. at the end of the day, you're right. Like I'm taking Bosa or Haley. Maybe those are like the two guys I take out. But like those guys, Bosa or Bowman and Willis, just I don't know. To me, they were just freak players. They just kind of had it. Like I don't know. To me, when I I got to see it with my own eyes more, I was just so impressed how hard hitting, how resilient they were, how injury non they weren't. They were hurt a little bit, but like. I felt like they should have broke his leg in the NFL. That was disgusting. I know, but like I felt like they could have been hurt more by the way they tackle. Most other I mean, yeah, I couldn't believe Willis played Willis played with a cast on because he broke his hand and he tried picking up a ball and he he couldn't even pick it up. He he kept trying to scoop it. That was my favorite part about the seventies with the like Raiders, (laughs) old Raiders teams. If you watch it, like was it when you watch the old tapes with their the rate right? The see a hand, they like tape their hands way up, and then it was like all right, we go to go right and then knock the crap out of him in the ear right there. <laughs> it was almost like we don't even want to catch the ball. We'd rather hit you in the ear every play and then catch the ball. <laughs> we even take them whack you. I don't even need my hands available for that stuff right there. Uh, that would be funny. Uh, Willis is definitely what you think my about favorite. When you think of an, of an MLB. Fun to watch. Yeah, he was a beast. He was definitely – I would – when he – his rookie year, I was like, this guy looks like Ray Lewis out there. Like, he's that special. He he didn't have the career Ray Lewis had, but I think, in like, talent-wise, he was on the same level. He played on some and bad teams in the beginning. Absolutely. Yeah. And Bowman kind of overshadowed him that then when Willis didn't I – want, I don't want to, like, downtrod in what Willis did, but, like, lost a half a step. Bowman was that good also where he was – playing in the 5-2 packages where Bowman would come out against the Packers on the third down and, like, not play in the passing packages where he could have on 99% of the teams. And then for two years, you guys had those two at elite level. level. And then you ended up having two elite level. I mean, the two of the best defensive linemen, the Smith brothers. I had them on my list, too. I mean, that's what I mean. Those guys are just the freaks with those guys there. So – um, all right, I took I took uh, Bowman there. Uh, Brian, back to you. Got to take a niner. Who you got? Um, I'm going to go with the best number two receiver of all time, John Taylor. John Taylor. I knew you did take Big John. I know you're a Big John guy. Tyler, let's just finish it out since Casey's not here. You get two picks at this point here. You finish out your last two picks. We'll finish with eight uh, with it. You got to take a niner. Since I've been going with talent, I'll take the guy who could uh, stay in the NFL after peeing on a, a head coach's car, and that's Charles Haley. Just took a whiz on on George Seifert's car and still gets a job the next year like it's nothing. And he won multiple Super Bowls. I'll take Charles Haley from the Niners. And from the Raiders. Just a whiz. Sorry. I'll, I'll take the guy we brought up before we even went on, the center, uh, Mr. Otto, a Hall of Famer. 
Off there you go. I'll take, Otto I'll take Jim Otto. You got to take Otto. He was when I went to go to Oakland. I can't let like Darren have a whole offensive line. No, you can't. I was gonna. I was gonna take Otto next. But you can't let me get Otto too. He's like he would be at every game, but I went as a kid with my dad, like up in the stands with the night or with Al Davis there in the box. He'd ring the bell, or would he light the fire? Well, they didn't do that for a while. That was after Al died. But that was after. <laughs> then they did that. Right. They didn't do that before. Um, all right, Brian. Last pick. You get. You got to take a. a a uh, Raider, who you got? I'm gonna go Jim Plunke. That a boy. Yeah, both yeah. the Niners the or the Raiders quarterback. All three. He took Stabler t- or two, right? Yeah. Oh, he does. He took Stabler, Gannon, and Plunke. Look at this guy. Hog and young. And young. Gosh, that means I got to take Jeff George. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff George. Or Kerry Collins. They Jeff George. Kerry Collins with that one TD to Randy Moss down the sideline in week one of Randy Moss is all I can remember of him. Uh, I got to take Greg Townsend with the last pick, the all-time leading Raiders guy all time. I got to take it. I took I took Charles Woodson out of your Falcon mind. We would not do that. We would not leave Charles off the list. There's no way off of it. So who's the worst? You did question my pick. I did a little bit at the time with the second overall. That's where I kind of questioned it over there, but that's okay at that point. But – uh, I gotta say, we, I think we all got good teams. I'm gonna post them tomorrow online. I'll do a little poll with that. We got it. We got Logan Stone here. Not gonna lie, I forgot football started. Uh, Logan, it's good to hear you, my friend. How you doing out there, Logan? We got how's those Cardinals doing? Right, they're doing good out there. No, he's not a Cardinals fan anymore. He's a Rangers fan. The Rangers. They lost on a on a walk off yesterday to Tyler's guy there, Bailey over there. So Patrick uh, Bailey. We are gonna talk Z to the Pats here in a second. There, we got that on the line here. So that's our all time Raiders list here. Um, I'll post it tomorrow. I'll see what the fans think of our team, who they got on there uh, with our all-time list uh, with our Niners. That was kind of fun looking back, though, at some of the overall players, though, and just kind of like what who they had on their franchise. And uh, Man, 40 – what do they have? 48 Hall of Famers between the two franchises? Pretty crazy. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of players between two franchises. That's, yeah, not, that's, that's quite a bit. And the Raiders have more, actually, just to let you know. But you guys hold the record seven to eight overall. All right, question of the week. Who's the best wide receiver running back combo in the league? QB does not matter. I want to let you know this question of the week is presented by Row Run Brand. Use that code uh, VSP15. You'll get a 15%. Anything in the art gallery, maybe that ticket, that uh, a Raiders Niners ticket up on my wall, probably out there somewhere you can get a picture out for. So go out and check out cool stuff. Big part of Variety Sports Network. You get great deals there. Be sure to check them out. And I always tell them, Row One Brand, you are the question of the week. I, you are presented every week here, every time I do the podcast. So with that said, Johnson, let's get a few. Who is not quarterback? I don't even care who the quarterback is. Just wide receiver and running back. Who are the best combos in the league? You got, you, you, got you, you definitely have to go McCaffrey, Debo, and Ayuk right Is that now. number one? Hold on. Are we? I asked Darren this question. Hold on. Before we move on, before you, you threw in a third name, are we factoring in the second receiver yes. or the tight end? Yes. No. No tight ends. Just the wide receivers and. But that's a tight end. That's the same thing. Why are we right. factoring in? Oh, no, you, you can put Kelsey in there too if you want. You can do that. That's fine. Okay. Kelsey and Pacheco. But, but I mean, the Chiefs don't have a running back. No, so. they have a terrible. They shouldn't be on this list. No, they don't. Like I'm just talking wide right. receivers. Tight ends a whole different position. That's why in fantasy he's rated as a tight end. So I'm just thinking wide receiver, running back combos. I had Niners number one, too. Brian, you had a number one, too? Yeah. Tyler? I got the Bengals if we're factoring in a second. I got that number two. I'll take Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, and then T. Higgins is my, like, second. That's easy. 
Brian, did you have the Bengals too as well? Yeah, I'd say the Bengals are too. All right, so who's top three then? Who you got number three? I'm, I'm going to go think. Chargers. I'm oh, yeah, Chargers, Allen. yeah. I'm going to go Williams. I'm going to go Allen. Who'd you go? I went Chargers, number three. No, no, no. I go, I go Titans. Give me Henry and Hopkins over. Do you think Hopkins still has it then? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as individual uh, no, I mean, talent. On one, of these show, on one of these shows, you said he's a slot receiver now. <laughs> Who? You Hopkins. did. I have. I feel the same. I feel the same way about Evans, though. I mean, what's the, what's Evans done? He's thirty-five years old now. Evans? Who Evans? Or not Evans? Uh, the same same player, Evans, Keenan Allen, both old. You think, but I got, I like Mike Williams there with them too as well, and I like the guy that came on after they got hurt too. So that's where I would. Go I didn't know him. we were factoring. And Eckler, Eckler's a beast at running back. So you well, give me Henry it. any day over Eckler if that's what we're. I don't know. Would you? Him. He catches pretty well out of the backfield. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, any day in my opinion. But All right. I would say that the numbers, Brian, right? Eckler's been right up there, right? I don't know if 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 if, if Jacobs is coming back. I get Traylon Burks. You can go Jacobs and Devontae Adams. Oh, I have that friend Hunter Renfro too. Yeah, he's on there too. I like him. He was in danger of being cut. But I got them over Hopkins and uh, Henry. That's what I got. I got that's Jacobs crazy. And that's insane. And Renfro. So you like the Titans second and third receivers over the Raiders? Yeah, like Burks over Renfro. Well, he's not their A second one. It's better. Jacoby Myers. Oh, well, okay, then I like him even more over Jacoby. I got the Eagles number four as the second combination. The Eagles definitely with Smith and Brown. Four. They're my four. They're number four on my list. I got Cowboys five with Pollard and their their wide receivers. Man, that Reed. that running back they took out of college. He looks like he's going to be good. I Tyler's kind of surprised me with some of these picks here. I got so we got Brian. You had Raiders. I had them at six. And then I, I had seven. I have Dolphins. I feel like they could be higher, possibly too. But a running back, I'm not sure about because I, I love Hill and Water. Yeah, I don't know why, why didn't the Dolphins uh, sign Cook? <coughs> Unnecessary, Lily. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, what'd you say? What, said, what did we talk about? Franco Harris signed Cook. Cook. Uh, I well, I'm gonna get to Cook here in a little bit. Cook's that he's not gonna add to the he's not gonna make the Jets the best wide receiver running back combination though. But, but I'm saying I'm I guess I'm just saying that if Miami had gotten Cook, then you could probably put them on there. You could say Cook and Tyreek Hill. We got to factor in third receivers and whatnot. Yeah, gosh. no, and that's all that matters. And that's where John, where he's like, where you got London Bijan. I got yeah, I had them. Pro- I had them number fourteen on the list when I did it. Oh, through I had them number fourteen. Overall, on the on the no, I did through the whole NFL. I, don't know what this I thought it was the Drake one London is. receiver. I wish no, I had receivers, one receiver. Uh, wide receivers. That's why the little dot, the little thing above it with the S. That's why I said wide receivers and and uh, running backs with it overall. With it, I got number number eight. I have the Seahawks, Lockett, Metcalf. I think that combination. I like the way that. Um, for some reason, well, tell me about the the Seahawks running back, please. Frank Walker. Uh, I feel like that's right up there as your best wide receivers and uh, and, and wide and running back combinations as well. Not going to say that obviously the quarterback doesn't matter in this. That's what I was trying to say. He's immaculate. Yes, my as a Raiders fan, Franco is uh, he's well known. Let's put it that way, right, Brian? He's well known. We saw it Christmas Eve. They, they honored like him. We're, we're doing Raiders and Niners, not Steelers, buddy. <laughs> 
And then for Brian, my last teams I had, I had Falcons 14. Like I said, I had the Browns in there just because of Chubb and Cooper possibly. I'm not a big Absolutely. Team. Yep, I got they, them They on. signed Eliza Mitchell. That's a great Yeah, so I got They're them on there too. They're so I, I didn't know the second receiver. I had them number nine. I have the Browns number nine. And then I had the Titans number 10, and I had the Bucks number 11. So that's where I had them over there. So that's where I thought – because I still feel like maybe the, the two – Over the Chiefs? I mean, who they have a wide receiver? I don't believe in the receivers. And Kelsey's oh, – if, if I say Kelsey's not a wide receiver, do you you like Pacheco? Or you don't, you're just picking no, the receivers because no, of – No, and I like Kadarius Tony. I like Kadarius. Okay. And I like Brian, Justin I like Ross as a – Brian, help me out. Am I crazy here? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, just, the quarterback I'm, I'm not sold on any of their receivers. It's, it's, it's crazy not to think like, oh, the quarterback's not gonna. Well, that's yeah, that's the point of the exercise. We know that the quarterback, like, that's why the Patriots. Okay, then, Troy, Troy Brown's a stud, but we all know he wasn't a top five receiver in the league, even though like he was maybe the leading. But no one's saying Troy Brown's a stud. But that's my point. I was, we're trying to figure out who the best wide receiver. is. Oh, give me problem. the Packers. I'll take Aaron Jones and the rookie who tore it up with Aaron Rodgers. Like, I don't know. I didn't understand the exercise. Uh, give London a break. He had Marcus throwing to him for most of the year. Look legit with Des right there. I, I guess I got middle of the pack right there, 14. I got that right there with it. Well, Tyler, just, even if can, not, I say, hey, can I say I don't trust Desmond Ritter? Yeah, I'm like not. as a outsider, I hope he does well for you guys in your podcast because I hope your podcast succeeds because I hope Randy Sports Network. But I just don't believe Desmond Ritter as this top echelon quarterback. I think he can be adequate, but we'll end up finding out what he is. Yeah, we have to see um, what we'll see. We have to see what he is for a full season. Uh, Tyler, to say, even if you didn't quite understand it, it's still going to be around the same thing. Because if you have the best wide receiver and you think ready backs, we're probably going to be around the same list. There might be a few teams here or there. But the, I, I think the only thing we really had differently was you didn't have the Chargers number three. I think right that was the only big difference. You had the Titans way up there. Other than that, we're pretty much – you have no, Eagles. No, but not a, I don't have, have the Titans the at half. number three with the second receiver. Well, who do you and have? Well, well, yeah. I'd have, I the have the Cowboys. I'd have the Cowboys at probably number three. Would you have oh, the Cowboys yeah. over the Eagles? CD Lamb and over the Eagles? See, yeah, I think they're I think they're pretty equal. I maybe I take the Eagles now that you bring it up, but three, four. I I don't have any issue putting one behind the other. Do you have the Dolphins over the Raiders then? Yeah, absolutely. In a uh, heartbeat. Brian, you had a little high there. Cowboys, you got them over there. The Cowboys get the, uh, Pollard. He's always. We'll see what happens. I like CD Lamb a lot. He really he came on a lot last year. Uh, Final message, yeah. But with the Cowboys, you get Gallup, you get Brandon Cooks, you get you get multiple yeah. guys. Yeah, exactly. It's not just one guy outside of the top three. No, no doubt, no doubt. That's true. Um, I like my fact of the week here. JT Snow's dad played uh, played with the uh, played with Jack. the Rams. So. That's my fact of the week there down, down low. I always like to do that. I thought that was kind of fun, though, looking at the wide receiver. Even if you – I know we maybe had a slight misunderstanding. You still get a good idea. Of like, outside the quarterback, sometimes the way – if you looked at just those two positions, you'd be like, oh, it'd be pretty good on offense. But then, like, yeah. you have a quarterback like the Raiders and, like, Tyler Wright were like, like, let's just say hypothetically they had Mahomes, right? Like, me and you would think of them way higher. Like, I just think that's naturally yeah. how we would think of it. So, I, I think that's kind of funny to look at the exercise in that regard. So, again, Niners, Bengals – those were the top two, though, we we all had, at least in that ranking there, as the best combinations there with it. Let's do a little Hall of Fame 
fall, Hall of Fame stuff here well, a little quicker than I thought originally here, a little NBA. I just want to do a look back at the guys that got in uh, real quick here. Uh, by the way, the grid. Yes, the, the grid is a big thing for me. Um, I got to get um, – I want to talk about that, though, with the, with the look back with it, the Hall of Fame. Tyler, we had Dirk get in, Wade, Popovich, Parker, Gasol. I guess let's just kind of go with like something you kind of think of with those players a little bit. Like we're looking back at their their careers. What player kind of stands out to you out of that mix? I don't think I, it's I'm taking the main guys out of this group. I don't think it's a player. I think it's the whole class. I just go, wow, this is very European. This is very the way even Dwayne Wade plays, special player, but he perfected that Euro step with the athleticism of an American type player. That's where I went. I was like, man, this is crazy how is this what we're getting the, for years going forward? Like these type of players who aren't like every year before that, we got one Chinese guy in now, man, one uh, uh, European in Barcelona. But we got three guys in Dirk, Parker. Well, maybe not Dirk this year. Who was it? Parker. Dirk, Parker, and Gasol. And Gasol, who were all special players. I love like all from three different countries, and- too. Yeah, France, Spain, Germany. I loved how all of them played the game. They all weren't selfish players, especially the way Powell played. And he's probably the worst of the three, in most people's opinions. He's a guy I could watch play basketball every day of the week. Just give it to him in the high post. He was like, it was like, it was like watching Jokic before Jokic's time. And maybe Jokic is a little better shooter. He's a little better passer. But Pal, I feel like paved the way for that type of player. Um, and then my, the Dwayne Wade, then the Dwayne Wade dad speech. I didn't know Dwayne Wade had. I thought I always thought it was a bad, like I don't, I didn't know. But this is just always like what I, was a bad like relationship. And the way that came about was just a special moment in when I was watching. I was like, man, this is crazy. This is bringing me like bringing me emotions how i feel it just was special yeah it was a good job he did a good and like that's what the hall of fame is about sometimes and the nba one's the one i watch the most usually the nfl one i do catch a little bit mlb i used to watch the most not as much now i just i mean we're going a little long here on the pod i know but i i want to touch on a few things with it just real quick with the hall of fame class for dirk i just think right away his blonde hair being traded for tractor trailer that's tractor trailer Nash, Dirk, Finley, Brian, that era of that, that Mavs basketball is what I think of big time open space. Dirk having to overcome the label of European players, not being soft, having those failures. I think of his 06 season when he lost to the lost to the Heat in the finals when they had the 2-0 lead. I think of the next year with We Believe when he blew that, when they blew that, the pressure he took, and then finally overcoming it in 2011, being America's hero, beating LeBron James and the Heatles that year. So that's when I think of Dirk Nowitzki. Those are the big things that come to mind. And of course, the fat boy fadeaway. That's another thing that comes to my mind as well. His shot as well. Dirk's one of my favorite players of all time. He's in the top four of my favorite list. So Dirk, I have much left for. Wade, I think of game winner versus the Hornets, his rookie year. Clutch, that's the thing. Never took three-pointers. He kind of had a Kawhi Leonard vibe to me on the court. Didn't play necessarily the same, but that's kind of the vibe I got when he played like him. The commercials with Charles Barkley is something I always thought of, Brian, when it came to Dwayne Wade as well, right? That's commercials he did yeah. with Charles Barkley. Um, he led the league in scoring one year with 30 points. I didn't know that. I knew he was a good scorer, but I didn't know he led the league one year. 
And then he was part of that Miami culture. He kind of took them to the next level, wouldn't you say? And, and this is actually part of my headline for the week. Uh, Let's go. What you got, Ryan's headline? Uh, Tony Parker was talking about how it kind of started off bumpy with Popovich, and then it just got smoother as it went on. And he talked about the great memories, and it kind of took me back because I used to be a Lakers fan, so the Spurs were my rival. Yeah, and, they, so. and you guys beat the Spurs a little bit early on in those days too. You guys yeah. were able to like kind of overcome them in the early two thousands, and they kind of overtook you. Obviously, the Fisher shot is memorable in your mind for that one there. And, and, and Robert, got, Robert, or worry me running through your. Kitchen. Yeah, exactly. I forget about that. Uh, Popovich. He he gets in the Hall of Fame. I feel like it's it's kind of crazy. He just made it now. Kind of feels like he should have been in a while ago, but I know these things. I guess they, they and, and, and I remember they had a good series with you guys back when they had Parker. I think it was like yep. a young Curry. Yep, yep, that yeah. was definitely part of it there. Um, we had in 2000, oh gosh, yeah, that was the, two, the year they beat the Nuggets in the first round. They went on to play the Spurs and they went six games. Curry sprained his ankle, I believe, in game four. Doesn't yeah. mean they would have won. I don't think they would have won that series still, but it definitely made the series over at that point once he kind of sprained his ankle there. That was the game where they Ginobili hits the game winner in game one. Appreciate anybody that's still tuning in with us here. Uh, appreciate it. We're getting close to the hour mark. Like I said, Monday night special. We got Tyler on for a little bit. He had to go off. I know his, uh, his, uh, his family just got there for a sec, so he's probably checking with, with them. Me and Brian will continue to bring you home here on the Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports Podcast, Variety Sports Network. Continue to check us out there. We're doing good stuff there. Um, if you can get to sub both channels, that'd be great, right, Brian? That's the, that's the idea. Yeah, so appreciate awesome. the comments with John and Logan and Ryan. Appreciate you guys tuning in there. Um, Tony Parker, those damn floaters. That's what I think of him. Those damn little <laughs> floaters, getting in the paint all the time, um, taking chew outs by Greg Popovich, consistently getting chewed out by him uh, early on in his days, right? He because he was the young guy to that group. He was the yeah, four time right. champ, not the five time champ like Duncan. He was the four time champ. Um, uh, he was the 06 07 finals MVP. A lot of people forget about that. I always wonder if he would have been an MVP though, if he was on another team. He's one of those players I think of, like, okay, if he got drafted by, I know that could happen, I know with anybody, but like, you just don't know. He was in such a great fit there at that time. You just wonder what would, it, what would have been the difference with his career if he would have gone to another team at that point. So, um, that's kind of my look back at the Hall of Fame with this class, Johnson. I thought it was a good class. Dirk, Wade, yeah, Parker, exactly. Popovich. Jimmy Valvano also got in. Remember him, the NC nice. State coach, famous from the speech. He got in there. And a lot of other players, too, but there's like 15 from college and women's basketball. So I didn't get to all those. Uh, I wanted to reflect real quick, Brian. Who's, here's who got in in 2003, 20 years ago, just to give us a perspective on how old we're getting. 2003 NBA Hall of Famers, the ones that I, the three notable player people. Chick Hearn, the announcer for the Lakers. Got in the Hall of Fame, Robert Parrish and James Worthy. So wow. those are, twenty years ago, those were the Hall of Famers. Ten years ago, um, um, ten years ago, we had uh, GP Patino, Tark Staley, Bernard King. Those were the other five. So I thought it was funny wow. looking at both those guys uh, on both those pods there, um, or looking at both the both the Hall of Fame classes, kind of looking back at it. So. I get a good looking back at those at those uh kind of the Hall of Fame class. Like I just think Dirk to me was one of those players with Wade, with Parker, just a generational players with with Gasol as well. So to me, it was kind of fun looking back at those guys 
as well. Um, all right, Brian, what do you say we get to Bonanza time here? I got four questions. Let's answer it quickly what I got here. Clay regret his comments about four rings to book, Booker. Good move or bad move? I don't know if you remember him talking trash to uh, to Clay to uh, uh, to to Devin Booker earlier in the season. Oh yeah, uh, and he's got four rings over him. He came out yesterday at a podcast saying he kind of regrets it. I don't know. I, I just feel like if you said it, you might want to stick to it at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you just got you got to kind of stick with things if you're going to say it a certain way. Then and, then back off, you know. And he's running, and Clay's running his mouth. Clay's been running his mouth more and more and more and more. So I don't know. I'm Brian, Tyler, I'm glad you could jump back on real quick. You're at Bonanza time. I'm glad you jumped off for this question. What do you think about him saying Clay regrets the four rings uh, make comment to Booker? You think that's a good move or bad move? No, I think it's a good move. I think he realized he was just out shooting his cupboard. He was like, I've done this. Why do I care what this guy's done? I don't need to go. And I think he respects Devin Booker deep down is like this guy's a great player. I don't he's need lost. to try and diminish him. He's not some he's not Dylan Brooks, someone who's just trying to make a name off myself. He's making a name doing his own thing. And I think yeah. he realized that and he was like and I think he realizes Paul George and Devin Booker have a personal little thing going no, back a- and he didn't want to get in the middle of that as well. I just I wanted to get your take on that. I was glad you're able to just because yeah, I know you're a clay guy with that. Real quick, Dirk, you missed the Hall of Fame stuff, but Dirk, Wade, Popovich, Parker, Gasol, who's the guy you think of most out of that class? I think right now I think it's Wade. I think going forward will be Popovich, the guy I think of the most. Harden, he says that he doesn't want to play for Daryl Morey. He's a liar in China today, Tyler. He says that like he'll never play for him again. What do you make of it? Do you feel bad for for Harden and what no, you feel about no, do? There's no feeling bad for Harden. Harden has <laughs> lost all credibility. He's done this everywhere he's ever gone. He's never been happy. He just wants to be somewhere where he's wanted, and he people are like, I can't even think of what where people are just making sure he's happy. And every time that little thing happens, like in Philadelphia, people are like, okay, we're worried about him being not Harden. Oh. And, Houston, we're worried about building for the future. He's always got an issue. Yeah, exactly. He's always wants to leave in in Oklahoma. Oh, we're worried about Durant and Westbrook. Okay, I gotta go. So, if you you're the Sixers, do you keep him at this point? What do you think? Do you think there's gonna be legal action? Do you think Maury promised him something? That's what it feels like, right? There's no legal action to be made. What's he gonna do? Even if Maury. Well, I just don't know. Like, do you? All right, let me ask you. Do you think Maury did something? Because they were close before. I bet, they Maury, I bet Maury said, hey, take the pay cut and I'll give you a contract later on. And Maury said, hey, that's kind of what I'm thinking. That's not going to happen. And, but is there any leg to stand on my pardon? I don't think so. And if I'm Maury, I'm going, hey, I got that guy. And he didn't have players, to sign it. How often do players do that to GMs? Yeah. Maybe that happens. Like, no, no. Like, I just, I'm not signing Harden to a full, a max contract. There's no, no way. And Tyler, he didn't have to sign that player option. Exactly. Right? Like, so he didn't have to do that this year. But he that's why I think something was kind of said, Brian, under the table. I was like, all right, just because I don't believe Harden, but just the way at things are adding up with like even the way he went to the Sixers in the first place, like it felt like him and Maury had something already worked out, Tyler. Like, I don't know, just the yeah. whole thing feels weird to me at the very thing there. So uh, Brian, you probably don't care at all about James Harden. Is there any player like, that's yeah, more I mean, likable than James Harden since you've been a fan of no. the NBA? 
Like, think back even 20 years. There's nobody Chris here. Paul. Like, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Uh, uh, I, uh, go Warriors. No, Hey, I but, can do it great. But even the Chris Paul thing, he got screwed in that Lakers deal. Like, yeah. that's not him getting – like, they said, nope, that's not working for you. We're going to screw you over. It was pretty unique, though, Brian, what he did today. Not many players just go and say, this guy's a liar. I'm never going to play for this. Yeah. You know, usually your agent says that, not your not him. And, like, did you find it – what do you think? I don't know. It just seems like Tyler said it's every place he goes or some issue. And it's there like he's that. too – He's too much drama, it seems like. No, I agree with that. I think more is there. Then we'll probably get more into that as the weeks go on. But I thought that was kind of funny because usually we don't do Monday Night Pod, so we don't usually get breaking news like that, Tyler. So I thought that was just kind of funny to go over real quick with it. All right, a couple bit more here. Brian Elliott joins the Patriots. Adams Patriots, does Bill get anything at him? And does Delvin Cook signing with the Jets put them over the Buffalo Bills in the AFC East? What do you think, Brian? I don't know. Um, Adam was definitely hyping it up, but I don't know. I I have to see how Elliot does, but at the end of Dallas, he didn't look like he had much left. That's what I'm saying. Could Bill get like a Corey Dillon type run out of him? Is there something there he can get out of him? I don't know. I just I, I don't like this whole team they put together. They don't have any receivers. <laughs> Mac oh, Jim, I get, I, let me agree with Brian where it's like hard to explain. <laughs> Where, like, yeah, maybe as you see only a dead turn in the corner, you know, I just don't buy it. There's no Tom Brady, the quarterback position. There's no what the defense isn't the same as it was when Corey Dillon went to the Patriots, really the top five defense with veterans doing the job. You don't really know what you're going to get outside of Matthew Judon. It doesn't make sense. I, I mean, as far as being like, oh, I'm a Patriot believer with Ezekiel Elliott, that's a crazy, like, if that's what Matthew, Matt is, or not Matt. Adam is hanging his head on. Uh, no, he's not going to do that, but I'm just saying, will he get resurrected a little bit? Will he have a little yeah, light? I think, get a little juice How about Cook? Does this, does this put like them over Cook, the Bills? I like, I like Cook, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson, and I, I'm a bigger Aaron Are they better Jones than the Bills? Fan. I like Aaron Jones, and, or not Aaron Jones, Aaron no. Rodgers as the quarterback. So, like, I believe in the Jets. I think the Jets Tyler probably will win 10 games this year. So you have him over the Bills then, maybe? No, not over the Bills. <laughs> no. Brian, there's no way the Jets. With Rodgers, with Cook the now. Jets are the Jets better than the The defense, Sala. You know the defensive coordinator, the presence he can bring. He's not better now than the Patriots? Or than the Bills? I think there's a chance. No, I, I, I still think the Bills are the best team in that division. They got Josh oh. Allen, Diggs, and – I think you're did. You might be underestimating, gentlemen, the Jets here. Maybe Rodgers has that one-year wonder, the Brett Favre, the one-year wonder run. Dude, show me, show me the season where Bill didn't have Tom Brady on the underestimating. <laughs> that is true. This I could not probably have. This, I, the Cleveland Browns, right? 1995. <laughs> the 9-8 season. Good job. Doug, I got to say, I was just about to shout you out. You, you and my guy, C. Wood. They do a couple. They do great shows over there. Uh, Doug does it. Doug does an awesome job for variety. But, but I, I do have I, to admit. Hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. Hold on. I got to shout out this guy real quick before he takes off because this guy works his ass off on variety sports. So I got to shout out Doug. He does a lot with us over there. So Doug, appreciate you tuning in here with it real quick. Go ahead, Brian. I, I do have to. I, I do have to admit that the Patriots have something with Cunningham. Cunningham they, in there. Yeah, just keep you know keep getting them wraps here and there, but. I just think this is Mac Jones's 
if he can't get it done this year, he's out. Maybe Cunningham's the guy of the future. All right, that's a good point there. I like that. Yeah. Tyler, um, is Messi the best athlete in the world right now? Like, I was thinking about this the way he's dominating. Uh, no, but, like, I'm just saying because this is who I had as the list. So, who you just tell me. In the sports they have, like, they dominate their sport to the maximum level. They're on, like, a Jordan S. I had Rory in golf. He's, I had him there. I had Otani in MLB, Joker in tennis, and Mahomes in the NFL. I can't think of anybody else that, like, kind of really dominates the sport the way they do right now. I guess – Curry, I was thinking about, but I feel like he's more just a little bit past that now. So, well, but you can't put Curry past that and then go Messi at that level. Messi, I'm just asking. Well, Messi, Messi just is. seems like all right. No, fine, I'm we'll put Curry I'm in the mix. Mah- I'm thinking Mahomes, and then I was taking the NBA and Jokic over those two. I mean, I, I Messi top ten for sure. Messi top five, you can argue. But Messi won. I think yeah. that's a tough argument. But, I mean, look, look at what he's doing in Miami right now. I mean, everybody's pumped up about their soccer. What's the Will Smith song? We gotta get that. Guy. I'm not saying Messi's not <laughs> a, like a great like. Messi's the greatest in the world at being an ambassador for a sport. I'll put him at number one in that aspect. Uh, because Messi, wow. what did you say? Wow, something about du- keeping Zeke out uh, of Dunkin' Donuts. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, he deserves it, Logan, if he's a Cowboys fan out there. He deserves it. John, appreciate you tuning in, man, with the whole show. With it. Keep going there, Thanks D. for tuning in. Yep. Go ahead, D. Keep going. I, I got – I got um, – I got last thing here, Jimmy. He went on our on our show here with VSN. He was kind of stirring it up about the Pac-12 with it, uh, saying that maybe I, we were complaining a little too much. Jimmy, that Pac-12 deserves a good ripping. That's the point. They deserve a good ripping every once in a while. They don't deserve to get bailed out of this bullcrap. And I don't know if you saw it last week. Vandy Chris got on me about it. I appreciated him disagreeing with me. I don't mind that. But I got to say, the Pac-12 deserves their ass ripped for what they did. That's all. Can I, can I just say, I mean, this is the Colorado thing. Colorado University. The Big 12's dead too in 10 years or five years or six years. I just don't buy it. Like, I, I understand, yeah, it's better for now for the Colorado than the Big 12 because you got Arizona and Colorado, but they're all dead soon too. Because if you can't play football, you're done. What do you think about Brandon having Sunny Dykes in the top five coaches? We'll get into that on the TMB podcast. Anyway, <laughs> okay, exactly. All right, before we get to winners and losers, just real quick, stat of the year. I, this was crazy. Lorenz is the fourth pitcher out of Fullerton High School to throw a, to throw a no-hitter. I mean, how do you – from the same high school, you have four guys throw the no-hitter. That's pretty crazy there in one spot. Winners and losers of the week. Tyler, who do you got for winners of the week? Emily, hello. 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 How do you got? How do you got? Who do you got for winners? The winner of the week is the Raiders, to be honest. The Aiden O'Donnell, you drafted a rookie who seems capable of doing something. Is it for sure? But for this week, it seems fine. So that's that's a good pick by the Raiders. You got rid of Derek Carr. You have a rookie who could make a move. Wow, I'm I'm very happy with that. He went Raiders winner of the week. Uh, Brian, you got winner of the week? Yeah, I'm going to go with Derek Carr. He's looking in absolutely great shape and – I'm just telling you right now, the Saints are going to be the surprise team, and I think Derek Carr is going to take him to another level. God, does anybody love Derek Carr? <laughs> I mean, you must just love this guy. I mean, even you wish he was on the Niners. I wish. All right, I got winner of the week. Jim Harbaugh avoids a four-game suspension somehow from Michigan. Nice job, Jim. Way to wear those slacks. You avoid it. You'll be on the sideline there for Michigan. He avoids the suspension this week. 
Doris Burke, Doc Rivers, Mike Breen, your big three now, uh, Tyler. For your that's your main announcing crew here at the NBA. Mark Jackson, Van Gundy, take a hike. Doc Rivers and Doris Burke are in there for winner of the week. Tyler, any quick thought on that? Yeah, yay or nay on the change? I, I can't hear you. I, I it's a nay. I don't like. I you have a winner of it. It's not for me. And I think Jim Harbaugh's a loser of the week because I think he's going to end up leaving Michigan in the next couple of weeks because, or not the next couple of weeks, but before the next hearing because the uh, no. thing didn't come through. It's going to be a stiffer uh, suspension than four games. I think he's gone. I think he's out. He's probably back in the NFL in a few years. Huh? I agree. He's back. He's coaching the Raiders after McDaniels gets fired this year, Brian. That's what's going to happen. After McDaniels, he's coaching the Raiders. Or, 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 or an, an intriguing place would be the Chargers if that they can. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a dear. Brian, loser of the week. Who do you got for loser of the week? I'm going to go. I'm going to have to go Trey Lance again. He, he came out and did a stinker, and he's things are the not Raiders looking good. Raiders winner of the week. And a Niners loser of the week. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Quarterback of the future. <laughs> I kind of love that. So, Brian, you got it right. I love it. Trey Lance, loser of the week. But I can respect the harshness. You were slurping him up at the beginning. So it's good to see you come back to reality now. What what, give, what happened, Trey? What happened? You lost. I can't wait till you give Sam Darnold winner of the week next week. That's what, that's going to be my favorite part. We got his winner of the week. All right, I got loser of the week. Raiders Stadium. My gosh, was it 90% Niners fans yesterday at the game? Ridiculous. Tyler, I saw your tweet. I was laughing at that uh, when I saw you that. Even had, you even had the legends singing at halftime from the and Raiders. It was, it was beautiful. That part was beautiful, but the Vegas thing makes me sick still. The Raiders should be in Oakland, but whatever. Melinda, the, Ra- the, the A's, A's – uh, it was a comebacker. It was a comebacker. You just got to throw the ball to first, just toss it over there. And then he's jogging. Tyler, tell me you saw that play. I saw that. That was on my oh. loser of the week. Isn't that one of the worst plays of all time? I can't think of a worse one off the top of my head based on like this. If, if this was a Monday Night Countdown, I'd give him a come on, man. <laughs> Tyler, who do you got for loser of the week, too? I had Luis Medina, and I also had. Give me one second. Oh, I had Wanda Franco talking to 14-year-old or whatever the hell he's doing. You're an all-star sword stuff. You're I don't I I don't want to get into too much Yeah, no. The full details, but that's from the what we've heard so far, you sound like R. Kelly of the baseball world. Yeah, basically dating a, dating a minor or something like that. That's kind of the, the main headline there with it. How about the Michael Orr situation? It's kind of a, a with that oh, whole man. thing there. I, you've you've been hearing it for years, but it kind of like kind of officially kind of came out with words, with documents, and what he phrased. And when you see it like that, Tyler, it is a little bit different uh, for me. You know what I mean? You still kind of like knew about it, but like I don't know. Uh, that, to me, that's kind of a it's just a loser situation all the way around with it. Like I don't really. I'm not saying you know just kind of a. Kind of like a weird deal. It's funny that Honda is like one of her favorite movies to the blind side. But... The whole situation sucks. I yeah. don't want to put it up. Like, did he benefit oh. anything? I don't know. Did he benefit from them? Be- I don't know. He says he did didn't get royalties from the movie. Lyman, but if he doesn't get royalties and he's not adopted, that is kind of like a little bit misleading from other Yeah, that's fucked up. I agree. Yeah, and it's fucked up to the person too a little bit, right? It's in that sense. So 
Like if you're but why didn't he come out when he was at the peak of his power? I feel like I heard about these things when though, he was didn't... winning Super Bowls with the Ravens against the 49ers. Like there was a moment where he was at the peak of his like he was in, no, you're like, right. He was like a 92 in Madden coming into the league. Like he was somebody. Like even if you didn't care about that movie and you cared about football or just cared about Matt, like some video game Madden. I'm not saying I don't want to defend the family who screwed him over if they did screw him over out of millions of dollars because he was the main part of that movie. But yeah. there's also another point. I don't know. I just, I know people, I know I come off as insensitive at times and I don't, I just, I, those are the things I wonder. I think for me, I need to see more information as well come out a little bit more with it. I think the thing for us is like, why now? Like, like, like why That's more time I with it? I'm not, I'm not debating that somewhere he wasn't along the line. Possibly used that does not seem out of the possible, right? You see yeah, parents of like own children do that to each other, like like you see people that their own blood parents screw over their their kids with like stuff like that that are famous. So like that would not be shocking if somebody that adopted them or adopt them at 16 or 17 they had something like that with it but it is interesting based on this movie thing and all the stuff it's that sad. came out with it and the famous yeah it is and so that's why i had it as loser of the week for this week i just felt like that's why i know a lot of people said they haven't seen the movie <laughs> i did enjoy the movie with it but you're right there was some he didn't he didn't like the way it was portrayed with it too with it so anyway that whole situation went to me was loser of the week but you know what was a winner of the week brian we'll get on a good note here before we get out of here tyler mcgurk joining the fat boy fadeaway podcast again yeah. this week Tyler, thank Welcome you. Back. Be sure, to, be sure to thank your wife or your soon-to-be wife for letting you be able Emily. to do this tonight as well. Appreciate Emily giving letting you be able to jump on tonight uh, and uh, do it as well. You got a lot of family duties as well there with it, so it's nice to have you back on the show, my friend. It's always better, obviously, when we got the whole band back together. Absolutely. I'm. I'm uh, I mean, we're going with go the way. I'm excited for myself to be back on the podcast. Uh, with the two guys I do podcast, I always would choose to do podcast with, as you could see from podcast of them. Since I haven't been on Fatboy Fadeaway, I want to be on Fatboy Fadeaway as much as possible. But these are the two guys I love doing it with, and I'll be back on Fatboy Fadeaway shortly enough, and they'll be back with me doing things middle of the week, just randomly. You won't just check out Variety Sports Network. That's where you'll find my stuff, and then check out Fatboy Fadeaway on YouTube. And Brian, it's great podcast stuff. Uh, and Tyler, yeah. hopefully, you'll be able to jump back on on Sunday mornings Absolutely. once in a while here with it. That that will be good to do that as well. And we'll we'll try to do some Monday night specials as well to make each other's schedules work a little bit along the way here too with it. But with that said, we've had a good show here tonight on Fat Boy Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports episode one forty eight. Tyler, can you believe it? We're almost at one fifty. Crazy Brian, we're almost there with one fifty. That tells you how long we've been doing it. I just got my three year Twitter thing. That's probably how long we've been doing the the podcast for then with it um gentlemen i, I appreciate you guys we like you guys got to do more stuff on twitter like, oh god yeah i know i was like you guys gotta do more with it i was like you gotta do more with twitter you gotta do that with it to help us reach but hey we've met a lot of friends along the way doing it we definitely have. i gotta shout out a couple other people my guys at three the hard way that you use their clip this week they do a great job there savage uh, let's be real podcast. They do a good job over there as well. My guy Ant in Memphis over there. He's dealing. He's, I think he went to New. York, I think he went out to New York this week, back hometown. Hopefully, got some home cooking out there. I know he's been home for his Mets, even though they're struggling this year still. So, but 
Uh, I got to shout out my guy Ant there with him. Always appreciate him, and we always uh, always check in with him during the week uh, with certain things. So it's always good to have him uh, tune in as well. So Ant, we're thinking of you as well. My guy C Wood shouted you out too. Far to the bench, Jimmy, you're doing a good teacher podcast as well. I might have to jump on next week and uh, get some things off my chest. I hope to join you there with it. For Tyler McGurk, back on Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports. For Brian, the main man, Johnson. I'm Darren Byer. Peace. See ya. This is Brandon, CEO of the Variety Sports Network. Thank you again for watching tonight's show. Best way you can support us is by hitting that subscribe button, that like button, and hitting the notification so you don't miss out on the next show.